there is one thing in early January that is absolutely perfectly crystal clear, and it's this. The White House must abandon its Rose Garden strategy. It has failed. It's failing the country, and it's failing President Biden. The strategy of the Biden campaign is simple. It's this. Give him hell, Joe. And that's exactly what the president did this week at Valley Forge and Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina. Joe Biden has laid out the stakes. That's why I tell them again they lost in every court of law that challenged results. 60 losses in courts of America. There's one thing they don't have. They don't have respect for the 81 million people who voted the other way, voted for my candidacy. And voted to end the presidency. In their world, these Americans, including you, don't count. But that's not the real world. That's not democracy. That's not America. In America, we all count. In America, we witness to serve all those who, in fact, participate. And losers are taught to concede when they lose. And he's a loser. And let's watch him take the fight to the MAGA extremist cause from Valley Forge. When the attack on January 6th happened, there was no doubt about the truth. At the time, even Republican members of Congress and Fox News commentators publicly and privately condemned the attack. As one Republican senator said, Trump's behavior was embarrassing and humiliating for the country. But now that same senator and those same people have changed their tune. As time has gone on, gone on, politics, fear, money, all have intervened. And now these MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. They made their choice. Now the rest of us, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we have to make our choice. I know mine, and I believe I know America's. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. He is exactly right. They are trying to steal history, and they've done it before successfully. At the beginning of the 20th century, Ulysses S. Grant was an American hero on pier with George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. 30 years later, a generation later, he was all but forgotten. In fact, the military genius who won the Civil War was regarded in the culture as a butcher, a drunk, and a corrupt president. He was none of those things. He was one of the greatest figures in the entire American story. But somehow, the lost cause myth, a lie, made Robert E. Lee a genius and a hero and posited the slaver, a cruel master, as a more honorable man than Ulysses Grant, whose perseverance and fortitude are a lesson for every human being everywhere. When he passed in 1885, he was the most famous man on earth. Today, 
he is not well remembered. What President Biden is old enough to understand is what and who the MAGA extremist cause is. This is an asset in the election. The political question at hand is where is President Biden going next? He should go to Yorktown and to Jamestown and to Gettysburg. He should go to Saratoga and he should go to Ticonderoga and to Bunker Hill and he should stand on the bridge at Concord where the shot heard around the world was fired. The president should travel to every corner of this country and tell the American people our story, the good, the bad, the ugly, the lessons that we must learn. The United States of America is unique. There is no country like it. We are a nation founded on the power of an idea. And that idea is the fruition of thousands of years of human evolution. The idea of America is the idea that is built upon in the truths of the Old Testament and the Gospels of Christ and the Holy Quran. The idea that the human being is made in the image of God and that the soul of each human is unique and special and divine, and that the rights which infuse the dignity of human life spring from a power beyond the realm of man, beyond the realm of a dictator, an emperor, a king, a generalissimo. People forget in 1872, Ulysses Grant crushed the Ku Klux Klan. But though it was destroyed, it came back to life. And though it was destroyed again, it came back to life. And though it was destroyed again, it came back to life. And so it is that the cause of segregation, that the cause of replacement theory, that the words used by Stryker and Goebbels and Hitler have become the words of MAGA. The message is about blood and soil nationalism. It is un-American to talk about immigrants coming to this land to poison our blood. This is the language of a fascist, not an American. Fascism is nothing new in America. In 1938, 38,000 American Nazis filled Madison Square Garden, giving the Hitler salute cheering the foreign dictator, Adolf Hitler, who would soon plunge the world into chaos. The unity of the war erased the fascism which flourished in America in the 1930s. The civil rights movement destroyed Jim Crow, but it didn't destroy the hate in men's hearts. What American history teaches us is that with progress, the embers of segregation, of race hate, are buried under the ash. There they lay and wait and smolder until they can ignite again. And so it is the case that so long as there are human beings, 
so long as there are people who are in charge of the United States, some of those people will have poisoned hearts. But it has never been the case that a majority of the people stay in that condition. The danger to this country from Donald Trump in an election is not that he can ever put together a majority of people that agree with his calls for revenge, retribution, concentration camps, and punishment. It's that his dedicated and fanatical minority will be joined by a coalition of indifferent and apathetic people, and that together they will be enough. It simply isn't true that the American people have not voted against democracy before. They have. In 1876, when he was leaving office, President Grant understood Reconstruction was going to end. And he understood the consequences. It plunged Black Americans backwards, where they stayed for 89 years in a Southern apartheid state until the Civil Rights Act was passed. When liberty is snuffed out, when it is extinguished, it still burns in men's and women's hearts. So long as there are human beings, the struggle to be free will endure. And there has never been a dictatorship that has not crumbled to dust against the demands of the human spirit for justice. Donald Trump and his minions should understand that. The United States of America will not be subjugated overnight should Trump win. It will be time to resist, to dig in, until democracy can be restored again, until it can flourish again, until it is in a season of growth with the light shining above again. This moment in American life has been building for a very, very long time. Understand what it is. Appreciate the threat. And know that there are millions of Americans who don't feel a part of American democracy. And so the mission of the Biden campaign must be to reach them. And the way to reach them is by talking to them through the broadest possible aperture, the one that binds the majority of us together with an identity that means more than any other one. And that is our American identity, the identity of a patriot and of patriotism. I remember John McCain would talk about this. He said he had been called many things in his life and had many titles, captain, hero, senator, nominee of the Republican Party. But the one that mattered to him the most, that he exalted it, was the simplest, my fellow Americans. And that is very simply the message of the Biden campaign.
combined with this. Joe Biden is on our side. He's on your side. There is one thing in early January that is absolutely, perfectly crystal clear, and it's this. The White House must abandon its Rose Garden strategy. It has failed. It's failing the country, and it's failing President Biden. The strategy of the Biden campaign is simple. It's this. Give him hell, Joe. And that's exactly what the president did this week at Valley Forge and Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina. Joe Biden has laid out the stakes. That's why I tell them again they lost in every court of law that challenged results. 60 losses in courts of America. There's one thing they don't have. They don't have respect for the 81 million people who voted the other way, voted for my candidacy, and voted to end the presidency. In their world, these Americans, including you, don't count. But that's not the real world. That's not democracy. That's not America. In America, we all count. In America, we witness to serve all those who, in fact, participate. And losers are taught to concede when they lose. And he's a loser. And let's watch him take the fight to the MAGA extremist cause from Valley Forge. When the attack on January 6th happened, there was no doubt about the truth. At the time, even Republican members of Congress and Fox News commentators publicly and privately condemned the attack. As one Republican senator said, Trump's behavior was embarrassing and humiliating for the country. But now that same senator and those same people have changed their tune. As time has gone on, gone on, politics, fear, money, all have intervened. And now these MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. They made their choice. Now the rest of us, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we have to make our choice. I know mine, and I believe I know America's. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. He is exactly right. They are trying to steal history, and they've done it before successfully. At the beginning of the 20th century, Ulysses S. Grant was an American hero on pier with George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. 30 years later, a generation later, he was all but forgotten. In fact, the military genius who won the Civil War was regarded in the culture as a butcher, a drunk, and a corrupt president. He was none of those things. He was one of the greatest figures in the entire American story. But somehow, the lost cause myth, a lie, made Robert E. Lee a genius and a hero and posited the slaver, a cruel master, as a more honorable man than Ulysses Grant whose perseverance and fortitude are a lesson for every human being everywhere.
when he passed in 1885, he was the most famous man on earth. Today, he is not well remembered. What President Biden is old enough to understand is what and who the MAGA extremist cause is. This is an asset in the election. The political question at hand is where is President Biden going next? He should go to Yorktown and to Jamestown and to Gettysburg. He should go to Saratoga and he should go to Ticonderoga and to Bunker Hill and he should stand on the bridge at Concord where the shot heard round the world was fired. The president should travel to every corner of this country and tell the American people our story, the good, the bad, the ugly, the lessons that we must learn. The United States of America is unique. There is no country like it. We are a nation founded on the power of an idea. And that idea is the fruition of thousands of years of human evolution. The idea of America is the idea that is built upon in the truths of the Old Testament and the Gospels of Christ and the Holy Quran. The idea that the human being is made in the image of God and that the soul of each human is unique and special and divine, and that the rights which infuse the dignity of human life spring from a power beyond the realm of man, beyond the realm of a dictator, an emperor, a king, a generalissimo. People forget in 1872, Ulysses Grant crushed the Ku Klux Klan. But though it was destroyed, it came back to life. And though it was destroyed again, it came back to life. And though it was destroyed again, it came back to life. And so it is that the cause of segregation, that the cause of replacement theory, that the words used by Stryker and Goebbels and Hitler have become the words of MAGA. The message is about blood and soil nationalism. It is un-American to talk about immigrants coming to this land to poison our blood. This is the language of a fascist, not an American. Fascism is nothing new in America. In 1938, 38,000 American Nazis filled Madison Square Garden, giving the Hitler salute cheering the foreign dictator, Adolf Hitler, who would soon plunge the world into chaos. The unity of the war erased the fascism which flourished in America in the 1930s. The civil rights movement destroyed Jim Crow, but it didn't destroy the hate in men's hearts. What American history teaches us is that with progress, the embers of segregation, of race hate, are buried under the ash. There they lay and wait and smolder 
until they can ignite again. And so it is the case that so long as there are human beings, so long as there are people who are in charge of the United States, some of those people will have poisoned hearts. But it has never been the case that a majority of the people stay in that condition. The danger to this country from Donald Trump in an election is not that he can ever put together a majority of people that agree with his calls for revenge, retribution, concentration camps, and punishment. It's that his dedicated and fanatical minority will be joined by a coalition of indifferent and apathetic people, and that together they will be enough. It simply isn't true that the American people have not voted against democracy before. They have. In 1876, when he was leaving office, President Grant understood Reconstruction was going to end. And he understood the consequences. It plunged Black Americans backwards, where they stayed for 89 years in a Southern apartheid state until the Civil Rights Act was passed. When liberty is snuffed out, when it is extinguished, it still burns in men's and women's hearts. So long as there are human beings, the struggle to be free will endure. And there has never been a dictatorship that has not crumbled to dust against the demands of the human spirit for justice. Donald Trump and his minions should understand that. The United States of America will not be subjugated overnight should Trump win. It will be time to resist, to dig in, until democracy can be restored again, until it can flourish again, until it is in a season of growth with the light shining above again. This moment in American life has been building for a very, very long time. Understand what it is. Appreciate the threat. And know that there are millions of Americans who don't feel a part of American democracy. And so the mission of the Biden campaign must be to reach them. And the way to reach them is by talking to them through the broadest possible aperture, the one that binds the majority of us together with an identity that means more than any other one. And that is our American identity, the identity of a patriot and of patriotism. I remember John McCain would talk about this. He said he had been called many things in his life and had many titles, captain, hero, senator, nominee of the Republican Party. But the one that mattered to him the most, that he exalted it, was the simplest, my fellow 
Americans. And that is very simply the message of the Biden campaign combined with this. Joe Biden is on our side. He's on your side. And Donald Trump is most certainly not. <laughs>